Hello and welcome to I Roll, a Volvo Cars podcast where we talk about the news happening across the Americas region and around the world. I am Hannah Caton and I am here with Jim Nichols in person. In person. It's been quite a while. We're no longer broadcasting from our basements. Yes, basements, bathrooms, technical difficulties using phone podcast recording apps. So very happy to be here in person with you. Yes, same same here. It has been a busy last six months, of course, but um, a lot's been going on in the past month or so that I think we want to cover today. And and first on my mind is um, what's been going on with the Alex's Lemonade Stand Million Mile Challenge, which is more than halfway through. I know. Hard to believe it's already halfway through. I know. Um, I I just did a quick check before we came downstairs today, and more than halfway through, we have 525 athletes um, running, biking, walking all across the region, and together we have traversed um, almost 30,000 miles and raised almost $40,000. Yeah, it's incredible, and um, you know what a great time to be doing that. Of course, the weather's nice. Um, Everyone's been kind of stuck inside a little bit. It's a great time to get outside. get the miles in there, and of course, always a great cause. Everyone in Volvo always comes out for Alex's Lemonade Stand. Absolutely. I mean, it's been, I would say, that there's one of the strongest pillars of, of Volvo Car in this region. I mean, everyone is so passionate about the cause. I mean, you hear us talk about it all the time, you know, every event that we have with Alex's. And I think the million mile for me is something that I hear people looking forward to. I got an email in March um, of someone asking, are we still doing the million mile this year? I just want to get planning ahead. Um, And I know too, that a lot of the partnerships that we have going on with the virtual racing this year through our partnership with New York Roadrunners, it's helped a lot of people find that extra motivation to log those extra miles. Yep. And uh, of course, whether you run, whether you walk, jog, uh, speed walk or whatever. It's just a matter of, of getting those miles and it's a fantastic program. Yeah. And I think like you said, it's great weather. I feel like for me personally, I'm extra motivated because I feel that it's going to start to turn into this like frigid temperature. Yeah, it's chilly. The next and the leaves are starting to change. They are. It's a fun feeling though. I, I enjoy it. Um, but speaking of fresh air, we did have an announcement. I believe it was last week at this point um, around our advanced air cleaner t- technology. And I wonder, Jim, as our resident technical expert, if you could talk us through a little bit about what that technology is and what it means for us. Sure. I mean, for years, with the introduction of the spa platform of the XC90, we introduced Clean Zone. And so, of course, the purpose of Clean Zone is to uh, clean the outside air as it comes in the cabin. And it's supposed to work automatically. So let's say, as you go into the tunnel, right, and you don't want to breathe the exhaust of the other vehicles in the tunnel, this will is another step to kind of clean the air before it comes in the cabin. Uh, now we can just continue to refine the technology. So now the advanced air cleaner is a PM 2.5 um, filter. And so what PM 2.5 essentially is the, the particle size of pollution that traditionally you would see with smog uh, or smoke. Or, or things like that. So really what we're focusing on here is, of course, we have this, this health and wellness approach and the safety approach. And we've always been focusing on safety in cars as it relates to active and passive safety, as it relates to collision avoidance. But this is another step that the company is going towards where health and well-being is part of safety and clean air is, is a part of safety. And as we continue this transition to electrification, and getting away from uh, combustion engines and the reliance on combustion engines, uh, we are focusing more on clean air, healthy air. And this new advanced air cleaner is another example of that commitment. And 
unfortunate as it may be, that is becoming even more important as we look at the things happening in the world around us. I mean, the horrible fires that are happening on the West Coast, it's something that um, we need to be mindful of as passengers as well. It is. I mean, you know, the the product was definitely born out of China, uh, where the the air quality there is is very, very poor. Uh, Luckily, in the United States, traditionally, um, our air quality is quite good. But if you look at... um, Cities like Los Angeles, uh, on their warmer days, they you know kind of get the smog and the air quality alerts. We have it here in New York as well. And then, yes, unfortunately, with the fires, I mean, what you're seeing in that smoke is essentially PM 2.5 and, and larger. Um, so there definitely is an effect that that will have there. And um, I, I certainly don't expect or hope uh, that any of these uh, situations continue to require the, the change of a vehicle. Um, but it is a, a, an, an example of the type of air quality that we are trying to combat. Hmm. Uh, well, on that note, I just want to say, too, our thoughts are with our colleagues on the West Coast who are dealing with those um, horrible fires at this time. I, it's just, you know, so tough to see. I know it's it's really been tough for the West to catch a break Absolutely. Um, this year. but. We're all here and uh, we're all ready to help. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, as we hear from Anders, it always says, don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the whole family is here and standing by. Indeed. Now, as we think about getting our family back together, too, we're, we're, it's been great to see people starting to come into our new headquarters here in Mawa, New Jersey, where we're both sitting right now. And I know that there has been massive progress made, if you think about from the moment we got the keys earlier this summer to now when we started welcoming colleagues in the door. Was it uh, earlier this month? Maybe yes. even last month. Um, no, early this month. Um, so, Jim, I know that there is progress happening every day. So can you just let us know where we are on the journey to full operation at MAWA and, sure. and what uh, what we have going on? I mean, typically, when you stand up a building this size, you're looking at six months plus um, to get it up and running. And, and really with some efforts that we've had from uh, Chris Russell and, and, and his team under Greg Nee and, and Greg Barbudo uh, and his team with, with Jeff, uh, it's really incredible the progress that ha- that has been uh, made. So we, like you said, we got the keys at the end of June. Um, we've been going through the permitting process and, and all those type of things. And now we're at the point where we welcomed our first uh, people back right after Labor Day. And now essentially it's a, it's almost like a two week cadence mm-hmm. uh, where we are attempting to try to get a, a new area opened every two weeks. And what we're doing is we're, we're playing uh, the game of uh, when the painters are finished, when the electricians are finished, and when equipment arrives. And that has been the, the biggest thing has been um, because of the, so many of the schools going virtual, a lot of the equipment that we had ordered, uh, computers, um, video conferencing equipment, stuff like that has been delayed because uh, the schools had just bought everything up uh, over the summer. So with that, though, we, we have managed to make progress. The entire building is lit up for the Volvo cars Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got the signage up outside. I saw it. It looks great. Yep. So that was a, a big milestone. And everything has a domino effect. So we needed to get the signage up before we could get the address recognized in Google Maps. So now we have that recognized, and and now we're updating those things. So just so I'm clear, today, if I were to put Volvo Car USA in Google Maps, would it recognize, or is that a couple of weeks down the line? That's a couple of days down the line. Got it. Um, so what happened is if you go on the United States Postal Service, uh, 1800 Volvo Place will be recognized. Um, 
And so just late last week, we had for, started forwarding all the mail from Rockley to, to Mawa. So you can send letters, deliveries, and things like that to 1800 uh, Volvo Place, and it, and it will arrive at the building. So that's a good reminder for all of us that we should be updating our address on any business mail that we're getting. We should update it in our email signature, and I think we're going to send out some instructions on how to do that. Um, if you have any communication that is going out on behalf of the company, update your address in the signature. We can do that now officially. Yes, we can officially do that, and, and we do have to think about vendor contracts that we have, um, and even things like business cards and letterhead. Uh, mm -hmm. Right now we're working through those processes of, of what those reorders will look like, um, even down to new badge uh, system uh, for the building. Um, so again, this is something where we, we have the card readers. We haven't received the cards. Uh, they're on back order. So uh, we're working through all those things. And, and for the people that have been here, uh, I've really appreciated the flexibility um, because, you know, we have unbookable conference rooms where in some rooms we have a camera, and, uh, but we don't have a table yet. Um, so everything is coming together. So what people can expect now is the next group of people to come in is we do have all the workstations set up. Um, we do have a lot of uh, the rooms set up with screens. Uh, we're waiting on the cameras and um, we're making good progress with the technology. When it comes to COVID, uh, we previously were not planning on keeping the workstations uh, in place, but literally at the last minute as we were signing the deal, uh, we noticed that the workstations were six feet apart. And so it became a very easy process to allow people to come and work safely at their workstation and maintain a social distance uh, with their neighbors. So we've kept those workstations. We have assigned people to a workstation. And those workstations are being wiped down every night by the cleaning crew. Um, if you also, if you sit at a workstation and you look up, you'll notice that there is an air vent above every workstation. And that is because the system does have a very advanced uh, air system. Uh, we did upgrade it uh, and repair it and in order to bring in more fresh air. Uh, it does also have UV lights, which doesn't necessarily help with uh, COVID, but does help with allergens and things like that. So you're in a building that has a, a very sophisticated air handling system, very clean air. Uh, it's very easy to maintain your distance. And I think what's interesting, too, is, is the colleagues' acceptance of the masks. Um, I know when I had first started, I thought, is it going to be funny if someone's walking up to me and I put on a mask? And are they going to be offended? And I, I found that everyone gets over that very quickly. Um, when someone approaches me or I approach them, it's commonplace that you put on your mask. Mm -hmm. uh, you're sitting in a conference room, you put on a mask. Mm -hmm. um, so I think Anders had put it best in the town hall where it's the equivalent of, you know, you, you broke an arm or a leg, right? And you're afraid to put weight on it because you don't want to feel that pain. And it's kind of this way of venturing back out in this kind of this new normal um, and my, I just encourage people is to try it. Um, and by try, you mean try coming in, to try office. coming in at least once. I mean, obviously we have our policies and, and, um, you know, for people to work from home. And obviously if you have a situation medical or whatever, you know, stay home, do what's best for you. But for people that are on the fence, I would just say, just come in once and try it mm -hmm. and, and see how you feel. And there's been some people that have come in and tried it and said, you know what, I have no problem with it. And, 
and they're coming in regularly. And we've had others that, you know, came in and tried and said, yeah, you know, I'm still not quite sure. I think I'll wait out a few weeks. That's fine. Um, but I would encourage people to try it. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me personally, I feel like I can't even describe it, a sense of kind of like freeness <laughs> being able yeah. to come and leave my very tiny apartment and have, um, you know, fresh air and ample working space. So it's been quite nice um, for me. But I certainly felt um, apprehension before I came in for the first time. So I can absolutely understand what you're saying. Sure. And, and you know, there is something to be said for uh, seeing faces again. Um, I, I've been reporting to this building for several months and and uh the first month and a half it was really empty and everyone always said oh you know isn't a great you know new building I'm like yeah it's fine but you know without people it it's it's really not anything mm-hmm. um and so it is nice to see uh, people again but people have to do what's best for them absolutely well, we've been talking a lot about Mawa, but we actually had a very um, important, uh, I guess, facility milestone in the last week or so, and that is that our South Carolina Technical Center is officially open for business. It's a big milestone for them uh, down there to get that up and running. Definitely. We have been waiting for this for, um, for a little while now, and so it's it's situated right next to Volvo Car University, so um, two pillars of our, of our company here in the region right next to each other, and they actually held their first training session earlier this month. And, you know, you, you think about that and they've been previously working out of a retailer. Mm -hmm. Uh, so now to be in kind of your own home, uh, with your own technology right there on the campus. I know the team has been working really hard on that, and it's great to be able to see those those first steps. Definitely, and I know that it has been designed as a, an example or a best practice of how every technical environment across our retail network should look and operate. So I know that we are all really proud to see it come to life. And I'm um, in their first class. They had eight students, half retail, half Volvo. So um, just a really important milestone for us as a region, and I think we're going to see a lot of good coming out of that um, facility. Um, it sounds like they're going to do up to 200 trainings a year between 160 and 200. Um, and 30% of all of our training is going to come through this facility as it relates to technical material analysis, methods workshop, and, and the like. Yeah. So. so a great milestone there. And, you know, it's been very busy on facilities as well because we also have our friends out on the West Coast in Irvine that are working on their new site as well. Yeah. Where are we on that? So, I, I mean, obviously, the we don't have someone from the West Coast to to share a whole lot with us right now. But from what I've seen, it's a beautiful facility in Irvine still, and uh, they're making great progress. It should be open within the next month. Um, and again, that's a space where they're going to have the training school combined with that local office. So mm-hmm. it's, it's great to kind of get closer to that education that's happening uh, for people that are, are typically working in the office every day. But uh, it's been a lot of effort, a lot of investment in places, um, across the uh, U.S. this year. And, and I think, you know, the timing with that we have right now in these times to be able to do it in a safe way. And it's a real testament to how the U.S. continues to be a focus. The Americas region really as a whole. Yes. Yeah. Well, Jim, it's so nice to catch up with you. And I am sure that the next time that we record, you will have even more interesting updates to share with us about Mawa and our facility journey across the region. But until- Certainly hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt. Um, but until then, thanks so much. Always good to catch up with you. And we'll talk next time. Right, thanks, Anna.